Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Narcissistic. I am your host, Dr. Yaya Marie, and thank you so much for tuning in another Wednesday. Can you believe it's another Wednesday already? I mean, what is going on with the time? It's just flying by. Oh my gosh, it's been a really great week, a great day. And the information for um, the chat... Hi, Teacher Babe. Oh wait, how you doing? Yes, yes. I was. Um, I, I also was on. Um, earlier, I did a a regular video live about Absalom. So whenever you get a chance, make sure you go and make sure you go check that out. Check that out. <laughs> um, I would like to say hello to all of my listeners on iHeartRadio and Spotify and on YouTube. Please make sure that you like you hit that like button make sure you like and subscribe. It's so crazy because most of the people that are viewing me on YouTube are not even subscribed. What are you waiting for? Subscribe. This is free information. This is totally free. Just there's no class and or course to pay to be, you know, paying for or anything like that. This is free info. Make sure you subscribe and like the content. Come on over. I'm pretty sure you will find all of these teachings so informative. Now, hi, um, Hi, Demi. How are you today? Hi, how are you? I am great. I am great. I'm great. I'm so happy to see you here. Happy Wednesday. (laughs) Happy Wednesday, everyone. And if you, when you get a chance, make sure you go and look at the the live. It's actually in a presentation PowerPoint format. So people can go and, you know, take notes, screenshot, do whatever you need to do to, you know, get your, you know, build your soul, man, build up your soul, man, meaning you're not, you know, you're, you're being strong in the spirit. The more you study the word, the more you saturate yourself with scripture, with verses, with good, you're, you're intaking good things. Okay. Into your spirit. That is how you build the soul, man. You build the soul, man. That's why. Yes, yes. So some people get, you know, we talked about our dreams and how some of us get attacked in our sleep or, you know, sometimes we're able to fight back in a dream. Well, how comes, you know, we can fight back in a dream and some people can't because you have to build that soul, man. You have to build it up. How do you build that up? With the word. You have to ingest the word. Okay. I appreciate it. I saw the show today. I I listened to it today and I appreciate it. You like start learning how to research and what have you. I appreciated that that first episode that you put out there for Absalom. Very oh, informative. You. Appreciate it. Now, did you did you like the format with the PowerPoint? Yes, I did. So I get okay. the visual, and then I can go to my concordance, strong concordance, and, and check it out from there, and not just okay. Google information because sometimes Google can be misleading so you have to go on your spiritual journey through the bible and what have you okay well that's awesome i'm glad you checked it out and um, for anyone else that's listening please make sure you check that out it's titled absalom and that is i will be doing weekly teachings with that visual presentation um from now on in addition to this and all of the very various other um commitments that i do now here we go Today, 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 the topic is the narcissist will reap what they sow. They will reap what they sow. What they put out, 
they will get back. Now, this is not some type of new age um, rhetoric. This is not some type of karma rhetoric. This is none of that. What is actually called is the law of reaping and sowing. What you reap, you will sow. Now, how many of you know that the narcissist came in with the love bomb? We know about that deceptive, manipulative love bomb, right? This is how they reel you in. They're reeling you in with pretending that they want a future with you. This is the part where, you know, I always say this is so, this is so messed up and so toxic. And how, how do you just lie to someone and promise them and you have no intentions on executing these promises? But guess what? In Galatians 6 and 7, it reads, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that he will also reap. And that is the truth. That narcissist came in after they reeled you in. Then suddenly they devalued you. So, you know, they're, they're talking about how much they love you quickly. I mean, one week into the relationship or whatever you want to call it, they're already, I love you. And let's move in together. Oh, wait, what? We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. That's suspicious. That's, that's, um, I don't want to use the word weird, but it's weird. Okay. Sorry if that offends anyone. <laughs> now, after they do that, so let's say, for instance, they love everything about you one week, two days in, you're already getting married in, in Dubai. That's what they future fake you with. So you're getting into this mode of you're used to the narcissist being there. You're used to the text messages, messages, the phone calls, just smothering you with this love and attention, right? Then after some time, and this, this varies about the time or, or how soon the narcissist goes from loving you to hating you. And this is where they actually devalue you as a person. So they may love the way you cooked before. Now they hate it. They used to love to see you smile. Now they don't care if you smile or if you don't. And it's confusing because you're like, wait, why the sudden change? There's no explanation. Don't try to wrap your head around it. There's no type of um, a, a special formula for this or as to why a lot of people in you know mental health fields that really can't say what this is spiritually, they try to reason what is going on, okay? But I'm, going, I'm here to tell you, there is no logical reason for this. There's no logical reason. The reason is because they want to see you hurt. They, It's rooted in jealousy and hatred. And Teacher Babe says, um, definitely love bomb. My particular case, he financially gave to me. Eventually, I learned that there was a covenant being made with sex and money. Yes, definitely. Definitely. And you know what? I'm so happy you brought that up because we did talk about covenants. And recently someone, um, a, a young lady emailed me about these things that were going on in her, in their life. Right. So you have to get to the root. The root is really a covenant, meaning a covenant is a promise or, you know, an oath. Okay. That might have been taken. This is also why sometimes in your dreams, if someone or a wicked person cannot come to you physically, they may come to you in your dreams. This is 
widely known in, you know, this is biblical, not saying that what they're doing is right. I'm talking about this is found in the Bible as this is what wicked people do. Okay. So they may come to you in dreams. They may come to you with all type of, you know, all sorts of papers to sign in your dreams, giving you things to eat or banquets, or you're eating with a lot of people. All of this symbolizes establishing some type of covenant. You have to think how are covenants established in like in, in biblical times. They sat and ate. They broke bread. That's where that term comes from. They're establishing an agreement. They're agreeing to something. Okay. So a lot of times a, a narcissist isn't going to come and say, hey, I'm a narcissist. I'm here. I'm sitting here to destroy you. They're not going to do that. This is all subtle. Okay. So please, you know, keep that in mind. Okay. With that being said, after that devalue, you're getting to a full out discard. What does discard mean? Throw away. You're discarding something. You're throwing away your trash. And that is what the narcissist does to you in that stage three of the MPD cycle. They discard you like trash. Now, during this, this is what's important. And this what is, I'm getting to my point now. During that discard, when they're discarding you like trash, they run a smear campaign, right? So they talk to, they talk about you. They talk bad about you to anyone that would listen. I mean, they, they talk to their mother about you. Oh, she or he. You know, I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know what's going on with her. Something's not right with her. She's crazy. He's crazy. They talk to you. They talk about you to their sister, the uncle, anyone that will listen, friends, co-workers, uh, the dog. I'm, I'm sure the cat got an earful too. Anyone that will listen, they're smearing you. <laughs> <laughs> not the cat, not the dog. <laughs> Probably because the way they're thinking, you anyone, anything, anything. Um, oh, you probably are right, Dr. Yala. You are so right. I can see, I can see them talking to themselves. Oh, and, goodness. And the only one that's there is a dog or an animal. Listen, and the cat is tired of hearing your name. The yes. cat is tired of because, because mainly because they're believing their own lie, they got to spew it. And mm -hmm. a moment's notice that anyone, anything could hear. You saw that. Right. right. Listen. And the dogs see you come over and he starts. <laughs> Even the dogs start growling at you, looking at you funny when you come over. Because he heard all the lies about you. The cat starts trying to scratch you now. You don't know what's wrong with the <laughs> They wanted to come out the room. Um, listen. Now, look, you know, we have to bring some light to this yeah. because. Yeah, you know, what they do is so terrifyingly oh, wicked, evil, yeah. you know. So, hey, I'm pretty sure there is someone that was that was saying the comments, yeah, the cat was looking at me kind of sideways after the narcissist. <laughs> okay, listen, guys, listen, 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 listen. All right, now, but they smeared your name the most to who the new supply. The new target, you know, that could be the new boyfriend, the new girlfriend, the new the new victim. Why is that? It's because they need for them to hate you. They need for them to hate you, too. They need to create another enemy of yours. All right. Everybody has to hate you. 
we, I mean, this is a sick game. I'm telling you. After they're smearing your name to the new supply and they in turn start to hate you. We talked about how, what happens when a group of people come together and start projecting hate. We talked about this when we went over um, Tower of Babel, where God said, okay, behold, the people are one. So that means anything that they do, it will be accomplished. And that is why God had to strike down that tower because they were one in accord. Even Even though they were wicked, the principle still stands on being one in the court, one in the court, one person, one voice, one sound. Where two or more are gathered, where is the most high God? In the midst of it, right? We have to think this is not just our kingdom of light. We have to think there is a kingdom of darkness also. They have principles too also, all right? Now, hateful words become curses toward you. Hateful words become evil projected over your life. See, they may not be in the occult. They not. They may not even be a, a, a witch or a warlock, but that doesn't matter. The principle still remains the same. Hate toward the target, which will be you. It still breeds, um, how can I say it? An environment of hatred toward you, targeted at you. And some of these people, some people actually, you know, if you're, you're a dream a lot, or maybe you um, are a seer, you can actually feel when, a, when people hate you, you can feel it. Like, you know, you turn on the lights or you turn them off. You can see lights on and off. You can feel when someone's attitude shifts, you can feel when you walk in the room and like, everyone just like hates you. You can feel the hate. So how is it that these words that are used to target you in a negative way, in a negative way, they went on with the smear campaign, you know, they're getting, they're gathering folks to come at you. They're targeting you as an individual. And, you know, you have did nothing except good to this person. A lot of narcissists didn't have any at home. You took them in. You may have helped them financially. You may have helped them with a car, homework. Um, resumes. And just for them to go and smear your name to their family, and sometimes even your own family. I talked about that too today. What does the Bible say about these type of people? Number one, I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. God is the one, the most high Elohim. If you are a child of Abraham, you are a believer, and you're dealing with the narcissist who's smearing your name, right? Please understand that God is the one who will bless those who will bless you and curse those who are cursing you. And that also goes for the word curses that the narcissists and their minions are putting out. Listen to this one. He that loves to curse, let curses come on him. That's in Psalms 109. Check this one out. He that digs a ditch will fall into it. 
and he that rolls a stone, it will return up on him. You see, I talk to so many people that think, well, the narcissists, you know, they look like they're happy. They're, they're, they're going on vacation with the new supply. They just got a new job. They got a new car. They, they're thriving without me. No, 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 no. You think after all of the abuse, physical, mentally, emotionally, all of that, you really think they're going to get away with what they're doing, with what they did to you. And you're a child of the most high. I don't think so. It's not going to happen. That is where the law of reaping and sowing comes to play. And you want to know what's one of the most important aspects of this? This law will not spring forth until you are out of the way. You have to be totally removed from the situation for this narcissist to get their due justice. Why is that? A lot of times you were the narcissist's shield of protection. You know, the most high was not going to strike them down because you were right there next to them. You're right there standing next to him. So if, you know, if he sends, I'm just hypothetically, you know, if he sends, I don't know, let's say a bomb, you're going to get affected too. So you have to be totally out of the way for this narcissist to get their due punishment. And it's not that we're praying for a punishment, but yeah, you do want to feel vindicated. You, you know, this, and this is a, the law. This is a law. This is a biblical principle that what you reap, you shall sow. Any words so far? So true. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, when, when I was going through it, I used to say, well, after I figured it out that I was being uh, targeted and I, and I went through this phase, like, well, why me? And why me? And why did they, and then, and then you go back and see how they prospered. And then I think about just how you're talking about in your teachings that they're, they're, they're still moving on and being this shell trying to transform into this other person that they're not. So that that's like their whole life is what you're saying. Definitely. They're never satisfied. They're, it's, right. it's they're reaping through their whole life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, and that's why they become these old men. And be bitter. And they decide to, you know, turn into a, this a reform, reform into this good person, not being an arc. It's almost too late for them because they've lived a life of misery. Or even if they don't, they're still looking for someone to take care of them as a narcissist. Mm -hmm. Because I've seen that, and I think that's one of the newest things now that a lot of women are going through where they've been with these narcissists for so long and they've been back and forth and they've, you know, sort of dismantled themselves from this person and wind up later on where the narcissist will come around again. Of course, they answer their their calls or what have you. And they notice this person is ill or sickly. So they almost feel as, as we are a service or inclined to help people that they so, so happily engage on our type of persona. 
that this person, these person, this person is trying tries to get away from, and they end up taking care of the narcissist as an old per as an old man or old woman. Yeah, you do see that a lot, especially yeah. as you know they age. Um, I remember I we I did there was a live that um, I did about the aging narcissist. I probably will revisit that because. Yeah. There's definitely something to be said about it. And, you know, you see them scrambling to get married, scrambling to have a whole nother set of children. I mean, you already got like 40 year old children and then now you're with a three year old. Right. It's that they're trying to look for someone to take care of them or not be alone or what have you. Right. Yeah. They're still reaping what they sow. They, they don't even, I don't, know, I don't know if they realize it. That's why they do it. Mm, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, that's a good question. That is a good question. That's a good point. I I never really you know thought about it like that. Do they as they get older? Yeah, as mm-hmm. an old person, are they figuring out? Oh boy, I have to still continue to be this person and looking for someone to take care of, be or identify with, or reach yeah. onto, or latch onto. By then, they're sickly and ill. Yeah. Are they still thinking the same way? Are they, or do they have any remorse on what they did? I wonder, we have to find an older narcissist. <laughs> that would be a good, if there's any aging narcissist, they may be listening. Make sure you <laughs> listen, email me, email me. Interesting. Yeah, that that is really interesting. Um, so now you know when you you're out of your, you have to be totally out of the way for the law of reaping and sowing to be in full effect. Why? Because you don't want any residue on you. That narcissist punishment is so severe in the kingdom of God that you you're you can't be touched with it you have to le- you have to leave you have to leave and distance yourself so you won't also get grazed by a fiery dart also at the same time you have to be totally out of the way for this narcissist to feel the wrath to actually go through their punishment Listen, that's a heavy one. And I, I really hope everyone understands, you know, if, if you're, you know, you can type in the chat. I understand. I'm just give me a one. I just want people to really understand. Mm-hmm. Hi, Sarah. How are you? <laughs> I'm glad to see you here. So, so what, what you're saying is that when you say completely out of the dark, mm-hmm. that goes back to not looking back and turning mm-hmm. to a small pillar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to move on. You can't be friends. Ooh, definitely, you that's the truth. Say hello. How you doing? Mm-hmm. You can't say you know. He, maybe I, maybe he was going through something. You, there's none of that, there's especially the friends part because they're quick to want to be friends with you. Oh yeah, that's going to be another video too. The narcissist. Oh, oh. they. It, when you meet a narcissist, do you notice how you know they're all they they want to be friends with an ex or they have some type mm-hmm. of ties with an ex? Mm-hmm. It's because they once they're with you or with the the person, the target, they don't deem you as okay. I'm just dating her or him for you know this moment. 
they're looking at you like this is forever supply. Not that this is like a forever, you know, relationship. This is someone I could leech off of basically. Right. Or, or I could go back and forth with at will. This is why, and I say this a lot, you have to cancel the baby mama, baby daddy culture. You cancel it because now, and I can say this because this is my, my generation. <laughs> it's not like I'm like so like, you know, a, a older person like that. But I could say for my generation, this baby mama, baby daddy culture, all it is doing is giving people leeway and say, hey, I can be in your life because I have a child with you. This is why narcissists, men and women, they have babies quickly with no commitment. That is the new commitment. A kid is a new commitment now. You see, so wow. this... A narcissist, they will use this that type of thinking, all right, and say, okay, I can come in and I always got this person to argue with. I got somewhere to stay. I'll go to my baby dad. Like, come on, really? Just stop. Just stop it. I mean, it's not, it's not what, this is not what it's, this is not how it goes, Okay, I know this is culturally acceptable, and I'm not talking about culturally as far as one culture. I'm talking about generation, this generation, um, because you know we this wasn't so prevalent before. It wasn't so prevalent as it is now. I just say that. No, no, it wasn't. It was a you know, <laughs> it you was know, a level like it was undercover. It wasn't as blatant as it is. You know. I mean, there there were things done where they would try to stay in your life and mm -hmm. make it seem like you know you're you're friends and we're gonna hang out and be together because we knew each other for all these years past and we got a, a history, quote unquote mm -hmm. history. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't outright, you know, this type of scenario where I'm gonna hold you because you know I want to use you in a certain way. It wasn't said but it was still done to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. mm. So it's a norm type of thing. Well, this this here is, is the norm. Right. It is the norm. You know, people have children because they think this is for men and women. They think that baby is going to somehow make the other party stay. And it's a constant future fake. There we go with the future faking. Yeah. Oh, we're going to have a happy family. Hmm. No, 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 no. That's no. Yeah, and I, I mean, I speak for myself and, and as far as experiences. I mean, it may have been out there and it's other cultures in my generation because I'm a 60s baby. Oh, okay. Okay. It could have been another cross and other uh, ethnic backgrounds or avenues, but living in the South, as far as I knew and growing up, I mean, parents stay together because that's that's what they were meant to do like where mm -hmm. we go you know mm -hmm. you know they right and and see what you that's what you just said they they stuck together mm -hmm. you saw them stick together right they actually know it for a purpose for a reason like we're going right. to we're going to do this we're going to get together and we're going to buy a home and have children boom you know it wasn't there was no separation or no going back to mama house and you know, doing all that. There was actually some morals to the story mm -hmm. until we get into another generation of, 
and I and I I called it one of my best friends. We it was the music and the drugs and what have you in the eighties. I'm like, whoa, what's happening? Like it just went so far left that people started making up their own morals. Hmm. <laughs> They made yep. their own rules because they didn't want to adhere to being married for so many years. That that wasn't the thing. For what? To be mad all the time with this one person. And they didn't want to work at it. Right. Because there's work to being married. It's work to being involved with one person for the rest of your life. You just don't go in and as soon as they sneeze, oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> well, the narcissist, mm -hmm. as soon as you um, make the cup of coffee wrong, Oh, there's an excuse. I'm out of here. They're out of here. That that well, just give me one thing. You say one thing wrong. That they, they, they you just say one thing wrong, and I'm oh yeah. I'm gonna disappear. I'm gonna ghost for days. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they you don't even have to do. Just they will no, make it no, up. No, just yeah, make, oh, they'll cause an argument in a second. Just something that's, that's right. You could bend over and pick up something. Why did you pick that up? And so that's it's right. an argument. Oh yeah. yeah, I love that. That was interesting. And I was like, really? <laughs> interesting. It was very interesting because I know I'm not an argumentative person. Uh -huh. Matt can say, well, you're very argumentative. We're, we can't go any further because you're so argumentative. I'm like, what? what? I did a rock? Excuse me? Yeah. They will provoke you to anger and then turn around and say, well, yes. it's because of this or that. Yes. I'm telling you. I And, you know, I did a video when the narcissist provokes you. Listen, they'll have that camera just sitting there. Or some of them, I even heard of this one, too. Some of them will have the camera already in the house. Wow. Somewhere, you know, and and they get all the footage. You know, so they had to do little, little, little subtle things. And then when you had enough, you finally explode. Mm -hmm. There you go. There you're on camera exploding. Mm -hmm. And then they'll turn around and say, hey, you know, see, this is why I can't deal with you. Right. You right. Show right. Their, their friends and their, their, their family. You see how, see how yeah. he, she acted. Wow. This is why I left. Before the cameras, though. I mean, they, they would just make you feel like you've done these things with the way they would talk and convince your whole situation. That's right. That's right. Yeah. This was right before cameras. So, so they didn't mm -hmm. have to see you. <laughs> and you know what? That's awesome because with this channel, I have all generations here. We have, um, you know, a lot of, what, 60 babies? You say you're 60 wow. babies. We got 70 babies, 80s babies, um, 90s. Everybody yeah, has confused at their time level. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this has been going on for a while, but at some point it's really like ballooned. Yeah. I think we really are in the last days because this is absolutely incredible what we are seeing these days. And I, when I talk to people from different countries, what in the how do how how do you have the same experience as someone in Pakistan? How is it? Then I talk to people in South Africa. You mean to tell me that you're going through the same exact cycle too? Yeah, that's the discard the devalue. Definitely, right? Definitely, right? But to see it of all facets of life and. I kid you Globally, not. that's 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 not a coincidence. That's definitely not something definitely going not. on, and it's it's, not, it's mm -hmm. more than us. It's more than us. Definitely, I talked to someone from Germany. Um, this was recently. I had to get that translator out again. I mean, the same like when I talked to the lady in Russia too. 
I'm like, okay, I need, let me translate this. And then I had to translate this back. And I hope that it's saying the correct things because it's a global issue. It's global. This is not just something that's particular to you or her or him. It's all genders. It's all ages. It's all social classes. Okay. So we got celebrities going through this, this same cycle, the love bomb. The devalue, the discard, the smear campaign, the rumination, the Hoover, same exact cycle. Okay. Now in the water. That's right. That's right. Okay. So now let's um, move on. So we already left off where you have to be totally moved out of the way for that law and of reaping and sowing to come down on that narcissist. And it's not that we wish harm on anyone. No, that's not the truth. But the law of reaping and sowing. When the, when the most high sends that punishment to the narcissist, you don't want to be the one in the midst of that. You have to leave. Okay. So we left off with that. Here's section two. Okay. Everybody with me, you type a one or just say something in the chat. Yes. All right. Now, now that we know that what you reap, you will sow, let's take a different approach to a relationship with a narcissist. This part is not necessarily for everyone, but just think about either you or somebody you know. You may have met the narcissist while they were still in a, in a relationship. So they may have came to you and say, you know, my the, the person I'm with, I just can't stand this, this man. You know, you are so much, you're a better man than, than what I got at home. And so she takes you and starts to triangulate you in the web of deceit. Think about that. What if you met the narcissist while they were still with that other party, with that old supply, and you were the new supply? Has anyone been the new supply before where the narcissist came and just talked so much crap about their ex? You know, that's a, that's a red flag. Anytime you meet someone and they're... Everything they have to say about their ex is bad. You mean they didn't do nothing right? I mean, what? And why are you telling me this? Why are you trying to convince me that someone was so horrible to you? Why? What does that have to do with me? So this, this point, this next section, that part right there, that takes some accountability also. What if you were the one who knew that the narcissist was still in a relationship. Maybe did you willingly turn a blind eye? You know, that takes some honesty. That takes some accountability and some self-reflection. And, you know, we all make mistakes. We all, we all, you know, we want to believe people. We want to believe that, okay, well, maybe this person is having, is, is having a hard time. Maybe he or she is in a toxic, abusive relationship where the ex is crazy. But I tell you one thing, sooner or later, that mask with that narcissist, it will slip off. And you will see who actually was the crazy, air quotes, crazy one. Okay. Another point. Let's say that you are a parent or a relative of a narcissist. You knew that they were cheating that whole time. You knew that they were using their husband or wife for money. In fact, you probably used the husband also or wife also. 
you know, to get, you know, get things that you needed for your household. You knew that your relative, your cousin or whoever, your brother or sister, you knew that that wife was being humiliated behind her back. You knew that. You knew that the narcissist didn't have any respect for anyone, especially that relationship. Did you turn a blind eye? Here's why I say that. Proverbs 17, 13. Now this does not, of course, as I just put that out that disclaimer, this is not everyone, but this is some people. I do talk to some people that say, hey, yeah, you know what? I, they came to me with a sob story about the ex. Some people do, you know, they come to you with sad stories. A, that's a red flag moment. A narcissist in the beginning, they'll come to you with some type of sad story, something where they're the victim. Okay. Something where they had like a, a shorthand in life or they didn't, there's some type of goal, but they just missed it. Some type of way where they are the victim. They will come to you with that. That is hmm, questionable. All right. Um, and Sarah, <clears throat> she says, I bought into the smear campaign of his ex-wife. You see, thank you for being honest. It, this is everything. Like, we're all, we're healing and are already healed and we can reach back and help people. Some people are, you know, we, we fall for the smear campaign. You're now you're looking at someone like, man, this person, if, if, only, if only they knew that, you know, the narcissist was talking so horribly about them and the next party fell for the smear campaign we've all done it we've all done it um before i move on any words demi <clears throat> or anyone to chat yeah yep and sarah says it is important to acknowledge it, it wasn't my fault that's the truth 100 the truth that's the truth yeah because you know, there's always there's always have to be some type of accountability. There's there has to be some type of you know accountability leads to reformation. You reform yourself, your way of thinking. Some of us were so naive. Yes, we accepted the lies that the narcissist told us. We accepted it. That's right. You know, and it's not to you know put anyone down or of course not you already know we're not we're not even about that here okay <laughs> because yeah you you know people get banned left right and center over here <laughs> no no judgment zone here no, right no. Exactly. this is a safe spot this is a safe space we're not we're not doing none of that foolishness here um let's see where was i at and anyone who's listening you know feel free to chime in type in the chat and you know thank you so much for being here this is um, the radio show that, that's streaming on, on Spotify every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Okay, so that's for all the new people. And then earlier today, I did an actual live, of, uh, a YouTube live of a breakdown of Absalom and King David. Let's see. Now, if you were, you know, the cousin, the family knows about, you know, all of your business. The narcissist tells everything about you. And then, you know, they try to make it seem as if you are the villain and they are the victim, right? Did you know? <laughs> this is something else right here. Evil. This is a scripture. Proverbs 17, 13. 
Evil will never leave the narcissist's house. Okay? So let's read it. Evil will never leave the house of one who pays back evil for good. So all of this time, you were good to a person. You helped them with, you know, whatever needed, whatever they needed. You were good. You were a good man. You were a good woman to this narcissist. How did they repay you? Think about it. With the smear campaign, tarnishing your name, abusing you, physically abusing you, taking you to court, trying to take your children away from you, telling the judge that you're an unfit parent. You are nothing but good to a narcissist. What does the Bible say about these type of people? Evil will never, never, emphasis on never, leave the house of one who pays back evil for good. That's heavy. That is so heavy. You ever wonder why? the narcissist dynamic, you know, everybody's not, um, well, how do you say every narcissist is not down and out. I understand that some people, some narcissists are wealthy. They use, you know, their money to future fake with you and love bomb you even more. You know, everybody doesn't come from a, a, a questionable background, but let's think about this. You ever think about how the narcissist has some type of issue. Their, their family has some type of evil in their line. For example, someone in their family is always getting, you know, in car accidents, always dying prematurely. Um, just they're, they're always begging. Evil will never leave the house of one who pays back evil for good. So then you wonder why, you know, the narcissist they're, you know, they're, they're, they're a slave to, to all type of evil in their house. They can't get ahead. <clears throat> you know, their, their family is having hardships after hardships, can't find jobs or, you know, they're just struggling more than to the point where it's like, wait, this is not normal. What does the scripture say? Evil will never leave the house of one who pays back evil for good. So all of that stuff that they're doing online, let's listen. It's fake. It's fake. Who are you going to believe them or the scripture? The scriptures say that evil will not depart their house. So it doesn't matter what show they're putting on, on Facebook, Instagram, or whatever. You have to know these people, a lot of them don't even sleep at night because they're being just, you know, disrupt, disrupted in their sleep. A lot of narcissists barely even sleep. Now that I think about it. Now let's go on another verse. And that one, anyone, for anyone who wants to look that up, that was Proverbs 17, 13. Okay. Let's go on to Proverbs eleven thirty one. If the righteous will be recompensed on the earth, that means you will be paid back on this earth in your lifetime. All right. How much more the ungodly and the wicked? (laughs) 
Listen, these people are, you, they will reap what they sow. I'm telling you, there is numerous verses on this. They're not going to go through life after they abuse you, after they put you in a hospital, after they cheated or gave, given you um, STDs, after they stole your money. And then they're just pretending after they abandon your children. Do you think they're just going to go on about this life and just and just be blessed? They're just going to be blessed. It's like they're digging a hole for themselves. Hello. And what was that one earlier? He that diggeth a mm. ditch, mm. he will fall in it. Wow. Wow. Hmm. I'm telling you, this this is so heavy. Oh, my goodness. I just wish people... Listen, y'all come to the live chat. Whoever... Tell your friends, come to the live chats. Come on. Come on over. Come on over. I'm telling you, I'm not hearing it broken down like this. So it's, it's not me. It's... it's, it's, it's <laughs> I, I gotta keep going back to that because there was a time when I was like, "Well, what's wrong with me that causes me to keep meeting these people?" And I, and I um, and I go, "Wait a minute! It can't be all me. It can't be. Definitely. I'm a good person. I'm telling you, I'm a good person. I I love I love wholeheartedly. I I mean well. I I trust I I trust the good in you." as an individual. So mm -hmm. it's like, how dare you come into my space and make me doubt myself? When you have all this evilness, this evil shadow around you. Now, if you were like to come up, that's the link for um, for this chat. It changes each, each um, live stream. Uh, for these radio shows, because I'm also streaming on two on different platforms. But if you would like to come up, you just um, hit that link in the chat, and you know you can come up and talk. But share these, share these chats, because a lot of the questions that I get or I get DM'd a lot. That you know I cover it in these lives. Okay, so I just I feel like more people need to come out, come out, come out. All right. Um, let's see. Okay, now moving on. Um, Proverbs 24, 29. Do not say, I'll do to them as they done to me. I'll pay them back for what they did. Don't do that. You know why? Then you'll cancel that punishment. You'll cancel it. Why? Because you took the revenge in your own hands. You took it in your own hands. You're not supposed to take the vengeance or the revenge into your own hands. Deuteronomy 32 says, it is mine to avenge, I will repay. That is the most high talking. He said, in due time, their foot will slip. Hello. Wow. This, this is, is so funny because I've heard a narcissist say, I'm going to get that person back. Like, I've oh heard, my goodness, wow. I've heard a, a point blank say that about someone that trusts them hmm. on the job. So that I did a I did a baby boot, like an eyebrow raise. I thought I was like, <laughs> wait a minute, what am I dealing with here? <laughs> Listen, you so oh red flags is that things just give you warnings, like they're warnings that come to you. Hello. 
and looking back and say, I had that warning, another warning, another mm -hmm. warning. Like things come to you in conversation. Yeah. And you don't think anything of it until later on. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah. I did um I was I, I did talk about that because you know someone said, Well, you don't really know until listen, those signs they're there. They're there. Um, those signs of a narcissist, they are absolutely there. Now, Sarah, if you want to come up, it just copy and paste it or um let's see. Yeah, it's it, there is that's the link. Any if you want to talk on the panel. Um, because you said what you want to say is too much to type. <laughs> yes, okay, so. You know, we don't want to put the narcissist punishment in our hands. It's not in our hands. As a matter of fact, you cannot even handle the narcissist punishment. If you are a servant of the most high and you have been caught up with the narcissist who was sent to derail you off of your path. Also, they were sent to act as a demonic prototype of the person that you are really supposed to be with this punishment. You can't handle that one. You have to give that to the most high God. It's too, it's too big. It's too big. You think about all throughout the old Testament, all throughout the old Testament and also through the new Testament, but you see this a lot in the old Testament. The most high is saying flee from iniquity flee from witchcraft suffer not a witch to live you can't go around killing people that you think are witches you can't do that this is why the most high is the one that gets the revenge on them you can't the prayers to send back the sender listen that don't do it what is the what does the bible say about this Bless those that curse you. Do good to those who spitefully use you. But does that mean you let the narcissist back in your home because you want to do good to them? Definitely no, not. No, 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 no. Definitely no, not. No, no, no. Don't look back. Right. They'll keep you in their web. That's, that's what they right. want. Yeah, we, that, that's the devil. That's the demon in them. That's right. I'm telling you. Now, just to recap, the show is titled The Narcissist Will reap what they sow. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever one sows that he will reap. We talked about that. All right. He that loves curses, let the curse come up on them. He that digs a ditch will fall into it. Okay. Also, when you're leaving the narcissist, when you're leaving in silence, because we know how, how nasty the narcissist could get. All right. So, you know, you don't go and say, Hey, you're a narcissist and you're this and you're that you, you demon. We're not going to do that. We move in silence. We move in stealth mode because sometimes this could be life-saving information that, that, you know, I'm teaching about a lot of the women and men don't really know the evil that they're dealing with. They don't, they don't know the magnitude of what's really hindering them is being attached to this toxic waste of a person. And I say a toxic waste of a person because I don't have remorse on a person who is being used by Satan to throw you off of your path, off your path, who destroys your reputation, 
who actually is draining your finances, your emotional ability. We don't need to have compassion on a witch or a warlock. We don't need to have compassion whether they know it or not. Mm, that was just going to comment. Like, do they right. know that they're being demons? Right, because the same principle stands. So let's say, for instance, we already know about the people who do know, right? So let's say, let's let's work with the people that are, you know, they don't think there's nothing wrong with them. Let me tell you, they know that something ain't right. They know that. They have a moral compass, just like all of us. We know right from wrong. We're adults. We're not animals. We have our free will. So just because someone is demonized or under... um. Not not full possession, but under oppression, we say just demonized under some type of influence, wicked influence. You still have free will. They still have free will. They can still do right from wrong. Just like when Cain and Abel, when um, let's see, Abel's the sacrifice when Cain killed Abel. I didn't mean to say kill. I meant to say K I L. I forgot this trigger words. What did the Most High say? If you do right, you will be accepted. If you don't, sin is crouching at the door, meaning he had free will. He could do right. So are, are we to say, you know, because this person is basically just wicked, does that mean I should put up with it? It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't. Sorry. It doesn't. And I know that a narcissist will try to guilt trip you and say, especially the religious narc, <laughs> they will say, you know, what man put together, we know what God put together, let no man put us under or not let no man separate some trans translations. Okay. Well, did God put this together? Did he? Did he put me as his child to be connected with a narcissist, someone who lies constantly, for, um, commits adultery, cheats all the time with no hesitation, absolutely no self-control. So you mean to tell me he put me with that? Yeah. All righty. I'm so happy that everybody's here with me today. Um, if, are there any, um, any last words before we wrap this up? And also a lot of what I read today in this podcast and also the one previously on the one from app on Absalom that I did today, that came from, of course, um, the scriptures in the Bible that I put on that presentation on that PowerPoint. Make sure you go look at that, please. And it also came from my book. Oh, hey, Sarah. Oh, Nate, let me um, let me add you up. And it also came from my book, When Satan Plays Matchmaker, Exploring the Spiritual Side of Narcissism. Make sure that you always you just tune into this, this radio program. This is where you're listening to is always on Wednesdays, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Hi, Sarah. Is always Hi. on Wednesdays. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Uh oh, wait, there's a, um, a lag. There's an echo, isn't there? Hi, Sarah. Hi, 
because she's still logged into oh, the comments. On the other, wait, try logging off the other um, computer. Um, what else? Let's see. Let's try. Um, computer. Okay, I thought I did. Um, but... What else? Let's see. Let's try. Um, computer. Okay, I thought I, I can. Did, but... I can maybe throw it in the. Let's try. I mainly just wanted to say that I resuscitated the narc just so that he could suffer more practically. I mainly just wanted to say that I... Uh-oh, I think it threw you guys out or something. I don't hear anyone. All right, I'm here. Hi, T. Trust y'all. <laughs> now I feel comfortable that, you know, now that Sarah um, shared that piece, but I want to just follow that up without the, um, without the echo. Sarah actually resuscitated the narcissist in her life. Oh my gosh. She resuscitated him. She brought him back to life. What, what, what do you mean? Like she, what, what, what does that mean? He D-I-E-D. Oh, Technically, yeah. And she saved them. Oh. Brought them back to life. And guess oh. what? Oh, you mean physically? Oh, my yeah. God. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. This is physically. Oh. What? I'm telling you, listen. And the narc. We're so good. We're such good people. I Thank think. you. <laughs> Isn't it right. <laughs> We're listen, so good. If, if your narcissist needs resuscitation, the one in your life, make sure. Please resuscitate him or her. Don't you leave that. <laughs> don't you, don't you dare leave that person there. I had to go to an appointment or something. Right. Don't you dare leave that person on that on. Don't do that. Okay, sir. I'm going to add you up. Uh, make sure you turn off your camera. There we go. Okay. Hey. There we go. Is okay. it still okay. echoing? Hey. It may be. Oh. Hey. Hey. There we go. So, yeah, I ended okay. up. Wait, Sarah, I got to put you on mute. I'm so sorry. It's still echoing. Oh, my gosh. But I. Oh, listen, yeah. listen. Oh, wait. Turn off your. You got to turn off your camera also. Okay, Sarah, listen. I um I did say the part where you resuscitated the narcissist girl. Look, I'm I'm when I when you told me that I was like more oh power God. to you. And you know what? We are the ones that step in. We are the life. I don't want to say life savers because we you know that's uh that's a little sticky term, but for lack of better words, lifesavers. We are the ones who brought this light into the narcissist world. Think about it. Think about it. This is why you have to be totally removed when that narcissist is due for their punishment from the most high God. I'm telling you, you don't want to get grazed with that. You don't want to be in the midst when, when the law of reaping and sowing comes in. You do not want to be in the midst of all of that. All right. Any last words before um, we pray out? No, this was good. You might this have was to good. Too. <laughs> yeah, you might have to do a part two. And also make sure that you're pleased. Um, Very good. Like the videos, like all of the content. Make sure you're listening. 
And I did the one on Absalom today, which was actually a PowerPoint presentation. Please go check that out. It is on my YouTube, of course, and it is titled Absalom. It's titled Absalom. Um, no, Sarah, it's okay. Um, I don't know what, sometimes it just, um, oh, yes, you did miss it. Oh, but listen, you can catch on the replay list. You are not going to want to miss this. This was powerful tonight. Every Wednesday, I am here at 7 p.m. Eastern time for the radio show, okay? And then other than that, you will see when I go live um, with everything else. Oh, my goodness. This was such a good one. Oh, gosh. Oh, goodness. Thank you so much, Father. All right. Yes, Sarah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to get it together. We'll get it together, okay? Now, Father, we come to you with the heart of repentance, Father, we acknowledge you in all that we do. Everything, everything that we do, Father, we acknowledge you. We repent of our sins. We repent of our sins and we repent of the iniquity in our bloodline. Father, your word declares that in 29, in Jeremiah 29 and 11, that you know the plans that you have for us, plans to prosper, plans to not harm. Father, we come into full agreement with the plans that you have for us. In Isaiah 54, 17, your word declares that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And not only that, we have the power to condemn every evil tongue risen up in judgment against us. Father, right now we condemn every evil word directed to us by the narcissist, by the the flying monkeys in the smear campaign, everyone who degraded us. Father, we condemn. May all of those words fall and not come to fruition. Father, thank you and we love you. Father, also your word states that you will restore what the locusts had eaten. Father, we know that you're a God of restoration. We stand on your word of restoration. Restore unto us the time wasted, the time and the finances wasted, emotionally, uh, emotions that were wasted on someone who was wicked, that had no intentions on loving us. Father, we thank you and we love you. All of this in the mighty name of Yahushua HaMashiach. Thank you so much for tonight. I pray that everyone has had a wonderful, wonderful, enlightening, enlightening teaching tonight. Um, make sure that you please check out the, the Absalom PowerPoint on my um, on my YouTube. Again, the book is called With Same Place Matchmaker, Exploring the Spiritual Side of Narcissism. All right. I'm not going to sleep yet. I'm up and you might just catch me online. All right. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>